When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. On Giddy Up, it's now time for the Midweek Masterclass. We all know about the Midweek Masterclass. This is the time when we try and find you some winners for tomorrow's Metro Gallants meetings on a Wednesday afternoon and some early value with the markets. Mitchie Lewis joins us now to preview Sandown and Port Lincoln. Good morning, Mitch. Morning, Gareth, and morning to Chris. if he's still down the line there. Yes, Chris is here as well, mate. Take it away with your bets at Sandown and Port Lincoln. We'll kick off with Sandown. Got a couple at value at Sandown that I'm uh, reasonably keen on at this stage. I'm expecting them to firm in a little bit. So the first one comes in race three. I'm with number three, Arctic Fairy. So Frosty's in the saddle here. This horse is second up today. I thought she was okay first up, but last prep second up. She ran a very, very nice race to win at Flemington over the 1,000 metres. It was a career peak for her. And previous to that, her other second up run was good. So I'm expecting her to peak here. She's only lightly raced. I think she'll get a good run from barrier six. So Arctic Fairy, I think, is a pretty good play for us in race three. All right, then. What else have you got for us, mate? If we go to race seven, the other one that I'm reasonably keen on at this stage is number seven, Awash. So this horse... I think it was back in October, broke its maiden on the synthetic at Pakenham, uh, won two races after that, and then it stepped up in grade going to Caulfield in Mooney Valley. It was close when it ran second last start at Mooney Valley, dropping in grade down today. On a, I think it'll appreciate the stand down straight, a wash, I think, and Celine in the saddle. I like the setup for a wash here today. I think it can bounce back. It's a horse in form, so I'm expecting him to be able to continue that. All right, beautiful. Is that the only two bets that you got there at Sandown or you got another one for us before we have a look at Port Lincoln? I might save them another one for tomorrow. There's a few that I like there at Sandown but they're the two that I've identified I think are over yep. the odds at this stage. The other two I think are about their price so I'll just wait and see what the market wants to do with them tomorrow. Alright mate, what about at Port Lincoln? Yeah, so Port Lincoln again just a reminder for the punters, I don't have any of the uh, odds yet so what we're looking for is the horse that i think is going to be the best to be able to back early and the one that i've identified is race seven number four it's here for garrett lynch so this horse was a last start winner at narracourt and i guess that could be how what you determine as a last start winner it was the horse i don't know if you remember gareth there was the guy that ran down the outside to try and beat the horse that day at narracourt did you see the footage of that yes i remember yes yes yeah, so that was, this is the horse that won that race. So 
if you had a look at the race itself, you didn't get distracted by the man on the outside. The horse won. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was, was that Miles Fitzner? That was Miles Fitzner, wasn't it? <laughs> I saw that. Uh, He'd do anything to get any, uh, to, to, to get the attention. The yeah, he yeah. did. <laughs> I'll give a little shout out. It was actually my cousin, Nick. Uh, it was his buck show. So. <laughs> I bet you he's <laughs> over, the, over the moon now for you revealing that. No, no, no. I think he's pretty pretty happy there. He, he's out of the <laughs> won the race, but we need a judge to be able to straighten it up, I think. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but shout out to Nick. He did a good effort there that day. So We'll have um, to get him on the show tomorrow because he's. Uh, I think we need just to, to have a chat to him and um, ask him what inspired him to do that because he has become a bit of a cult hero around the country these days. <laughs> if you want to line that up, let me know and I'll be able to sort it out for sure. But any, back on to... Back on the straight and narrow, uh, we'll run out of time, Gareth. Atira, so it was a very good win, that horse. She's the mare in form. Um, like I said, she won hands and heels. So what she's going to do today, she's going to be up on the speed at Port Lincoln. Rochelle Milne's in the saddle, takes two kilos off. So Atira's only going to have 52 kilos. I think she's going to bowl out in front and take control of the race. And she's just in such super form. I think she'll be pretty hard to catch if she does get her own way out in front. All right, mate. Great stuff. Catch up with you tomorrow, Mitchie. Thanks, mate. Sounds good. Have a good day, guys. There we Thanks, go. Mitchie. Did you give yeah. Toko up a managerial role now, Gra- Groundbreaking. That's groundbreaking news. That, that, <laughs> Did that as Tags would say, that imbecile, but he's now <laughs> Mitchie Lewis's cousin. I thought he was quite entertaining. So he was the man that was yes. during a festive meeting there at Narracourt. You could see him running, trying to take on the horses, and then... There Top was, yeah, a fence or something, fence, or a chair. Yeah. Or, yeah. And then he tried to jump over the fence. Yeah. And came. Did, did you see the guy at the cricket the other night who yeah. went for the catch behind the side screen yes, and yeah. just went flying yeah. over all the seats? <laughs> he forgot that there were seats there. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Mark Roden wouldn't have done anything like that in his <laughs> no, time. of course not. And he joins us now. G'day, Mark. G'day, Gareth. Uh, Happy New Year and all of that Happy to you. New- Happy New Year, mate. Um, do you have a winner for us at uh, Warwick Farm tomorrow? couple of races of interest, uh, Gareth, starting in race two, three-year-old Colton Gold- Geldings Maiden, over 1,400. I'm pretty strongly with the favourite here, number six, Listen to Zoo. Um, he appeared first up on Boxing Day, and he was a bell-beaten third, but he's chased two pretty smart um, debutantes they were that day, Franz Joseph and Pure Alpha, who really cleared out. And Listen to Zoo uh, chased them into third and beat the others really convincingly. It was about four lengths in front of the rest of the field himself. So it wasn't, wasn't a bad performance at all. I don't think there's anything of the calibre of those two that treat him in this race tomorrow. Uh, and also, he appeared first up there on Boxing Day over 1,400. Stays at 1,400, but that's, you know, his fitness might have given out a little bit too. So I think it's, he just ticks a few boxes uh, here. Plus, he gets natural willow, right? He'll be fairly handy enough from Barrier 5. I'm struggling to find a second pick. Uh, the Magic Shadow is OK at Beaumont, but this is a... I, I don't think it's that form line's anywhere near as strong as Listen to Zoo. So I think it uh, probably should be shorter than the um, $3 currently available. All right then, mate. What else have you got for us? Uh, over to race six. This is a pretty open race. Um, about five-ish dollars the field. A few of these, I think, uh, at or near their ceilings in their careers. I found one which I think has a bit of upside in number nine, Little Quantro. Uh, Joe Pride trained horse who was unbeaten in two runs this prep. Uh, just like the way it's attacked the line uh, in both of those wins. Um, not 100% sure it got round wine that well, but still strong enough late to get the job done. Uh, blinkers go on here, which I think will assist it, seeing it did wander around a bit last time too. And as I say, with the possible exception of the 11 World Alliance, most of these aren't really going uh, places, in my opinion. This is the one that does seem to have a little bit of upside. Joe Pryor, his home track too, was always a pick. 
uh, at around 650, probably on an each way basis, looks a pretty good bet to me. All right, mate. Um, the Magic Millions two year old classic barrier draw underway as we speak. Do you have an opinion there? Uh, Storm Boy looks uh, very hard to beat. I haven't, I haven't seen the barriers, obviously, but uh, it's the pick of them on my ratings anyway. All right, then. I think everybody else better start now. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Storm Boy it's, it's, sounds I mean, like you'll still good, catch them. Yep. <laughs> Wolfgang's just drawn barrier number two. He needs a dry track. Spywire, perfect for him. He's just drawn barrier number 12 for Spywire. Good on you, Mark. Thanks, mate. No worries at all, go fight. There's, there's Mark Roden there. Chris, oh, what about Doombin tomorrow? Uh, I'm going with race one, number eight, Taranaki, who looks close to a win, up to 20, or 2,040 metres. Yep. And one I tip last start of Tony Gollins, race seven, number four, free carry, led, folded, I think back to 1,600 metres, a lot harder to beat. So um, certainly free carry. But I will confirm those tomorrow morning when I can get my teeth stuck into the form a little bit more. I don't know if James Cummings will join us now. Parkour has drawn barrier number 17. Oh, no. It's only a bad barrier or a good barrier until after the race, but um, Jamie Carr will need a little bit of pace on, you would imagine. Well, they rode that horse from last, last yeah. start so when it won, really, so, but yeah. it's got a lot more horses to get past yeah. this time. Um, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. The barrier draw underway for the Magic Millions two-year-old classic. We'll have that barrier draw for you straight after the break. This is Giddy Up Live from Surface Paradise for the Magic Millions Carnival. And uh, we're here for the barrier draws for the two feature races on Saturday, the two-year-old classic and the three-year-old Guineas.